Hey, fellow traveler, welcome to the Third Eye Awakening podcast, a show where we talk all about spiritual and psychic awakening, magic, the shift from 3D to 5D, star seeds, ascension, multiple timelines, multiple dimensions, the universe, the multiverse, the Akashic records, all the good things. I am your host, Amy Belair, and I'm so glad to have you here with me today. Okay, let's do this. Hey, beautiful souls. Welcome to the 100th episode of Third Eye Awakening. Oh my gosh, I I was not keeping track. So my podcast editor let me know last week or the week before, I think, that we were coming up to the 100th episode and I was totally mind blown, totally mind blown. Oh my gosh. It has been a journey of unfolding and expanding. So let me see, what do I even want to talk about in this episode? So many things, so many things. First of all, I want to say this, okay? If you feel like any part of your mission is to be seen or to broadcast to the public or serve, like serve in a capacity that's at all similar to mine, it doesn't have to be the exact same, but let's say you're called to being a reader or a healer. You're called to working in private sessions or group sessions, or let's say you're called to creating content. You want to open, you want to start a podcast. You want to start a YouTube channel. You want to channel messages for the collective. I, I just want to tell you this. Start now. Start where you are. You don't need a fancy backdrop. In fact, I still don't have a fancy backdrop, okay? You don't need a special microphone. You don't need special software. You Like, whatever your brain is telling you that you need in order to be professional and to get started, I want you to know that none of that shit is true. I started my podcast through the Anchor app on my phone. I'm recording this episode on my phone because it's just easier. I do have a microphone, but I don't have a whole profesh setup. And sometimes it's just easier to bust out my phone. Okay. What else? I worked for well over a year before I had a ring light or any like non-blinding professional lighting. I only got my first photo shoot last year. Like whatever things that you think that you need in order to show up and do the thing do your work, do what you're here to do. You don't need them. It's not true. In fact, those things have never been less important. And we, I believe we are going to notice a shift in the online space of, you know, people who make themselves visible or accessible from this place of soul-led service, however that may transpire. We're gonna, we are going to be seeing a shift. I believe we're already seeing it where we just don't have the energy to uphold those pointless standards anymore. Like, people aren't going to care if things look aesthetically pleasing or professional anymore. They are going to be drawn to the frequency that's being emitted by the person. So in terms of content creation, for example, nobody's going to care if it's like highly edited, highly curated, scripted, professional background, professional lighting, all that kind of stuff. 
people are going to be less and less and less drawn to that. And they are going to be drawn to those who are transmitting frequencies that are, you know, what they need in order to calibrate to their next level. So I'm begging you, I am imploring you, whatever your mission may be, how, even if you don't know the fullness of what it is, if you see the first step, if you know that it's like starting to do readings or it's starting to do healings or it's starting a podcast, like I said, whatever it is, I implore you, just start now. Let it evolve. My journey, like my goodness, I started all of this in 2019. I started doing my first paid readings in 2019 and I quit my job in January. January 1st of 2020 was my last day uh, as a midwife and then from there I just grew my business and the first year was slow. It was like and it doesn't have to be it just was for me. It was like you know I was just figuring it out. I was just trying and figuring out what works, what feels good, what doesn't work. It was rather than a year of slow growth, it was more like a year of experimenting, just friggin' trying. And then the second year is when like I kind of hit a stride. Like I, I figured out what works for me, what doesn't work for me, what do I like doing, what don't I like doing. And it's a constant journey of unfolding wherein I, you know, to, to this exact specific day, I am still experimenting with things. I'm still figuring out like what is sustainable for me, what's sustainable for me in this season of my life with two little children. What do I really love to do? What do I actually like, meh, not really love to do? And then there's a constant conscious deconditioning from the programs that we've all received around, you know, what work means and valuing self and martyr energy and tightening up my boundaries and, you know, like letting go of those crazy intense sort of like nine to five structures that were embedded and encoded into us through school and our parents' nine to five work rhythms that sort of creates a sense of like, you know, a feeling within of like, do I deserve money if I didn't put in my solid day's work? Like all of that requires constant visiting from me and constant, it's like dissolving and eroding the bullshit and making room for the truth, essentially. So that's my little pep talk. I'm like, do I just keep going on this thread for an entire podcast episode or do I shift into talking about other things. I think I'm going to shift into talking about other things because they feel really exciting to me. But sometime I will record a detailed episode about like my journey through starting this business and what it all looked like because I know that it can feel really scary to start these things and there's like a million self-doubts, but none of those self-doubts are true, okay? That's the last thing I'm going to say about this for this episode. None of those self-doubts are true. None of them matter beyond, you know, what, how much we make them matter. They are not good reasons to not do what you're here to do, but it is kind of our dharma in this life to 
be present with them and witness them and like dissolve them and release them so that we can be like a full embodiment of the fucking magic that we are and radiate the codes that we have to radiate. Speaking of codes, I had a very intense night last night, but it was beautiful. Oh my God, so beautiful. But so I'm recording this the day before it comes out on Monday, May 16th, the day of the full moon. And like actually technically this morning, it was the full moon and it was the uh, blood moon in Scorpio, a super moon and a total lunar eclipse. In case y'all didn't know, sure you do because Instagram will alert you <laughs> to all these cool astrological things. But I'm feeling this one so much more potently than I felt the solar eclipse at the beginning of the month, personally. But it feels really, really good. I can feel things being removed, swept away, vacuumed up, as my astrology priestess goddess Christina Luna says. I can just feel things getting cleared out. And additionally, though, I am experiencing really powerful activations and they are light code activations so last night I woke up in the middle of the night and I'm gonna try my best to describe it I saw all these codes and symbols surrounding me in a circle I don't know how many there were but if I had to guess it would be 144 but it was a lot it might have been 360 actually because they were surrounding me like a circle and they were each unique codes. And I also saw all this golden light and all of this white light. And what else happened? I, I just, I feel kind of silly saying this because I feel like it sounds like such fucking like new age drivel bullshit fluff that we've been hearing for so long. But it is the truth. So just know that I'm not saying this to sound impressive. I'm not making it up. This is legitimately what I woke up to experiencing. It felt like DNA coding and like cellular activations. Like it's like I could see my DNA being re-coded and I could kind of hear voices around me which was really cool because I'm not predominantly clairaudient I could hear voices but they were speaking in a light language I've never been a light language channeler up till now but I feel now I know that I am <laughs> like I feel that I am but like I was channeling light language this morning I also started yesterday getting these activations of like receiving visual codes seeing visual codes I've been seeing them for a while but they're different now or i've been seeing geometries for a while but now i'm seeing codes and i know that they mean something they kind of look like sigils you could use the word sigil but for some reason they feel like complete codes rather than a sigil i don't even really know like as i'm speaking this my conscious mind doesn't grok the difference between like what well why would it be a code and not a sigil like what what is the difference it just feels like the code holds an entire monad of information, like a complete, a complete package of information, whereas the sigil 
is a symbolic representation of something. That's the best distinction I can make. And then I, yesterday I started like feeling my hands go into these like positions and mudras and like moving and channeling energy as I, as I speak. And so like all of this started happening yesterday or maybe the day before, but it really started picking up yesterday. And then last night through the night, it's like I was just getting downloaded all this information and all, all of these. How do I describe these DNA activations? DNA recoding. It's like, it, it just feels like switches being flipped. It wasn't that genes are being turned on and off. It wasn't that. It was like the codons of our DNA were being almost like, I, I wonder if all of those codes I was seeing around me in a circle, like whether they were, it was 144 or 360, I don't know. Um, I'm like, I'm just searching my visual memory as I speak to try and get more details about it. It's almost like those codes were etched into my DNA and I activated something and turned it on. I'm feeling so high frequency today. It's wild. I don't know if any of you are feeling this as well, but it's like, I just finished teaching just before doing this podcast. I just finished teaching the final module of who the fuck am I, which for me, at least, I mean, I can't speak for everyone else in the program. I've been getting great feedback from those who've shared it with me. But for me, it has been so activating. And as it often happens for me, I know I'm supposed to teach something before I know what it is. And like, I have a general idea of what it is, but until I show up and start talking, I actually don't know what it is. So I had a basic idea of the curriculum for who the fuck am I? Like I knew what I was going to go over, but so much information came through me that I didn't previously consciously know, like truly consciously know. So much information came through me in the process of doing this course and this program. And I am feeling very attuned to the, the sort of angelic realm, the, the avatar identity. I'm always attuned to the Akashic field. And then today I was talking about the Rishi identity matrix and merging with the divine mind. And I feel like these levels of consciousness accessible to me. And I understand that I am supposed to be here as a vessel to like become filled with these levels of consciousness and this light. I also feel this strong connection to Lemurian energy that I didn't previously feel. And I think that came through last night. Really, really, really powerful. <laughs> really wild. So this has been an intense lunar eclipse portal for me, but intense in the best way. It doesn't feel like lower Scorpio energy for me. It feels like higher Scorpio energy. Anyway, okay, where do I even want to take this? I'm just sort of like blah, 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 all over, all over you guys today. So essentially, okay, maybe I'll just talk about the energies and where I feel like we're going as a collective and, and just this like my energy forecast, I guess. So I feel... Like I've spoken about before, I don't know where I mentioned it. I think I mentioned it on a couple of social media lives, but I feel like we are 
like we're in midair in the quantum leap right now. January, February, March, we're like the, the, you know, if a quantum leap is like an arrow being set forth by an archer, January, February, March, we're like the drawing back of the bow. Like we kind of had to like go into this strange space of like reset, blankness, maybe some density that we, you know, really didn't want to be in anymore. We had to get pulled back into that. And the arrow has been loosed. And right now we are like in the arc of it. It's it's flying through the air. It has not fully landed yet. But I feel like there is fucking no going back. There's no going back. There is some hundredth monkey effect that's in place right now. And we are like snapping into a level of consciousness that was not previously available. It is, and it is high frequency as fuck, y'all. Like, wow. I hope that you're feeling the complete pointlessness of all of your human ego identity stories. By pointless, I mean, I don't mean to disparage the ego. I don't believe in killing the ego. I, I believe in exalting it in its rightful place. But there is a pointlessness to the stories that we've been carrying from our human ego perspective. They're so irrelevant now. They are so irrelevant. Like, just drop them. We don't even have to, you know, even last year, there was a degree of work that we had to do around reconciling our shadow and all that stuff like there was a lot of uncomfortable stuff that came up over the last two years and we really just had to sit in it and be in the muck of it but there's something different happening now the guidance is not to sit in it it's like yes we still have to witness it you know like nothing I'm talking about is spiritual bypassing it's it's like we've gone to this level where it's like Oh, yeah. I don't actually exist. And this was all a dream. <laughs> all of the perceived, it is. It's like waking up from a dream. You know, when I say that you don't exist, I don't fully mean that. Like, please don't have a mental breakdown because I said that. Um, but it's like waking up from a dream and realizing that it was all just a dream. There, you don't, you know, we no longer need to wake up from a dream and be like, oh my God, I have to dissect every aspect of this dream and I have to make it mean something about me. It's like, holy fuck, that was just a dream. And you're still kind of processing the residual emotions that were stirred up in the dream and the, the, symbolic, rep the symbolic representation of energies that moved through that dream experience. But it's like, you know, we just, we don't need to, we don't need to carry around these fucking stories anymore. We just don't. We get to just leave them behind now. We, it's as simple as that. It has never been this simple before. I can feel it. It is like, it has never been this simple. We just get to look at the story and be like, holy shit, that was never true. Unsubscribe. It's almost emotionless. And yet, and yet, the process of unsubscribing is emotionless. And yet, there's also a really interesting thing that's happening 
that I've been calling data collection that I became aware of a couple of weeks ago, wherein the everything that we experienced before 2022 is like a bunch of unprocessed files. Yeah, they're just packages of data. It's just packages of data. And we get to return it to our Akashic field. I was just doing a session this morning with my dear friend, Kasha, who's going to be on the podcast soon. And the the guidance that came through for her that I thought was so, I was like, damn, that's exactly what it is, is that like she's also going through this process. And the the way that they kind of showed it to me is like, all all these files, all these parcels of data, these packages of data are being offloaded from her personal hard drive and moved to the cloud. So she is processing a lot of density through her body. A lot of us are processing density through our bodies and our emotional fields and our mental fields. It's like pieces of data, data packages coming up. So old relationships. I'm not talking about Kasha anymore. I'm just talking about us in general, collectively. Like old relationship dynamics that are no longer relevant are being parceled up like data in a, in a very efficient way and being sent back up to the cloud, being sent back up to the, first of all, to our personal Akashic fields, but all, also to like the oversoul Akashic field, like the oversoul self, the oversoul mind. So it, it feels like it's our personal stuff, but surprise, surprise, it was never our shit. It was never a shit, which is what I meant when I said like, ha ha ha, like I, I'm not even real. Your consciousness is real. Absolutely. Your consciousness is real. And yet everything that you've ever experienced is actually, it actually belongs to the oversoul mind, the human collective oversoul mind. And that, and when I say human collective, I don't necessarily mean earth humans. I mean like Human, divine, hue, like, like, human to me is the tone, hue. And I don't know what man means, but I, the way that it makes sense to me is like individuation, like individuation of the hue. So, so when I say human collective, I mean all consciousness that it's not that that it's physically built like a humanoid, like a physical body. I mean, consciousness that operates in the way that we do. It might even include like avians, felines, cetaceans, I don't know, whatever. The, the things that you have experienced they aren't actually you. They are the oversoul playing out its, its chosen themes through 
us. I hope that makes sense. So I'm not saying you don't exist like you're just a fiction. You're not. You are very real and you're very precious and very divine. Um, so worthy, so important in this whole tapestry. But it's kind of like we just don't have to identify with the shit we've experienced. You know, like if you've had a painful past, which most of us have to some degree or another, you that means fucking nothing about you. It it means less about you right now than it ever has. Yes, you experienced it. And that's that's all that it means is that you experienced it. Like we are karmically free, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It, this is my first time fully grokking this as I talk about it, fully realizing it as I talk about it, is we are karmically free. The slate has been wiped clean. It's almost like I had this conversation the other day with my beautiful soul sister and mentee, Colleen Hagerow, about the Christ consciousness and like what dying for our sins really means in my perception. And so I believe that being crucified and dying for our sins, um, sins means dying for our un unconsciousness and the, the, tab the energetic tab that we have we had accrued from that unconsciousness like i talked about in 5d light bridge like we have to pay we will pay this tab it's it's not even like we have to like it's just it's inevitable there's no avoiding it at all for anyone not anyone everyone will pay the tab of feeling everything that has ever been it's like all the feelings were created like an echo and they continue to echo and reverberate out into the, the universe, so to speak, waiting to be witnessed. So we will have to feel all of it. And the man that we know of, Jesus, who carried the, the Christ consciousness frequency came to pay off that tab and i i don't know if he was literally sacrificed on a cross or if that is a symbolic like sort of an analogy to try and ground the concept of what he did for us but either way it doesn't really matter what i believe what i understand is that jesus felt all all of the all I don't know how to describe it because it's not just emotional it's like emotional somatic like felt everything that was created in this realm from a state of unconsciousness and in like perceived individuation like the the illusion of separation and felt it on our behalf which basically like set us free or set you know the humanity the the human collective free from that burden, which we then just re, reaccrued because we all have to feel it. Like it's, you know, like he did this for us, but it's kind of like if you, if you have somebody in your life and you keep paying all of their bills and they never have to pay their bills, then they don't 
they'll keep racking up bills. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they they never have to, they don't grow through facing their own consequences. So Jesus came and felt the fullness of the illusion of separation, even though he had the the Christ consciousness, like he's an avatar for the the Christos frequency. He felt the density and the pain and the the separation and the despair and all of the feelings that were created. And he experienced this potent suffering and then like washed it away on our behalf. And so we were kind of karmically set free. Like he, he set it back to zero. And I feel right now, like we have been karmically set free, but this time we all need to still feel it all. And there will come a point where I, that's what I see anyway. I mean, you don't have to believe me, but that's what I see is that there will come a point and it feels like in, I don't know, I don't want to put any times on it because I, I thought it was, I don't know, before I understood it, I thought it was going to happen in December and that it didn't happen. And I see right now, like the total irrelevance of trying to predict the time, but there will come a point where we all pass through the feeling of everything that has been created in this realm and possibly all realms. I, I honestly, I don't know. And yet right now I feel like in this quantum leap, in this onboarding of the Christ consciousness frequency and just like the elevation and expansion of our consciousness collectively, we have been set free on a karmic level. And it's up to everyone to choose if they're going to like, hold on to their karma or not but it's not chaining us down anymore it's just data to be processed and sent i can't, I've, I've been referring to it as like sending it up to data collection like the the data collection department <laughs> the department that is observing all of this it's like we just get to assimilate these data bytes these data packets and just send it up and yet the assimilation might mean density coming up and through our body certainly like the movement of energy as expressed through emotions and like sort of repeat old thought patterns that are like where the fuck did that come from i haven't thought shit like that in ages yeah I hope that's making sense. The funny thing about recording things like this on a podcast is that like, none of you are here with me, so I can't check in and make sure it's landing. But you are all super intelligent, highly conscious people. So I know that this is landing exactly how it needs to for everyone. Okay, what else do I want to say? So I believe that we can all expect really big shifts in manifestation and like shifts in the direction of our lives things are really accelerating so much if you're still doing the same old shit you were doing two years ago like what is why why it's it's time to let it go 
whatever thing you've outgrown, let it go. You're safe to let it go. You're safe. Just let it go. You never needed it. That was never you. It's just, it was all a dream. It's all an illusion. Just let it go. Let it all go. You can really assist yourself right now by taking on detoxification practices. So oil pulling, juice fasting, water fasting. I can't fast because I still nurse my son. So, you know, you don't have to fast per se. You can do things like tongue scraping, enemas, drinking lemon water in the morning, dry brushing, Epsom salt baths. All of that stuff is really, really going to assist you right now. Working with crystals, working with flower essences and homeopathics, like vibrational remedies, vibrational medicine is really, really going to help. You can YouTube, like, like search on YouTube ways to make crystal remedies and flower remedies. It's not, it's not challenging. All of those things are very supportive. Our holy moly, I just, I'm feeling this frequency and I'm like, fuck, like we are, wow, we are really moving up to a really high, I keep using the word octave, but it's the best descriptor I have, a really high octave of of frequency, of oscillation, like, and as such, you might, you might be feeling a lot of contrast in your body too. You might be feeling like, your body has never felt like heavier, more uncomfortable, more painful, more sludgy. Just it's okay. You're not doing anything wrong. Don't stress about it. Treat your body with the utmost love. The utmost love. Like there's no room left for hate and shame. There, like who gives a flying fuck what the standards of beauty are? Who fucking cares? Who cares? Like all the things that we ever accused our bodies of before, all the the hate and the shade that we threw at our bodies because of social programming, let that shit go. It means nothing, nothing. Your body is a, a crystalline temple. Your body is processing densities and toxins in a highly toxic environment and it's doing its damnedest to support you. And like just you support it by just being more mindful of what you're eating and and just treating your body with love. Like like those detox practices I mentioned are not to improve yourself or to lose weight or to whatever, whatever, whatever. It's to purify your channel. It's to purify your vessel and clean, help support your body, like like harmonize with your body's attempts. It's constantly working at detoxifying, constantly. And yet we usually just keep piling more and more toxins in. Oh, something I did want to talk about, I've been waiting for a long time, is to go into my, one of my biggest like annoyances in the new age community, which is the total myth the total fucking bogus ass myth that you have to be vegetarian or vegan in order to ascend or to connect with your your guides or your intuition or your psychic gifts i've heard a lot of people have this anxiety and 
it pains me because it's not true. So I want to offer my perspective and, you know, as always, you know, just run it through your own truthometer, your own bullshitometer. You don't have to agree with me. It is not my desire to offend anyone at all. But my perspective is this. Everybody is highly bio-individual and our bodies don't digest anything without the um, assistance of like trillions of microbes. I don't even know, like I can't even fathom the number. Trillions of bazillions of microbes, okay? And, and there are so many variations in the microbes that any of us can have in our personal, like in our body at, at any level, but certainly in our digestive tract. And those will determine what you can and cannot digest. Furthermore, like I said, we are bathing in toxins, but also fuck those toxins. Like we get to override those frequencies, but it involves a lot of personal consciousness. It's not like you can't just like eat a bag of Doritos and be like, oh, no big deal. I get to override this frequency or smoke cigarettes. And Like, why are you eating those? Why are you smoking that? You know, we have to bring a lot of consciousness to it in order to override those frequencies. And and really the consciousness means like stopping putting toxins into our system so that we can assist it with the detox and just override the frequencies from there. But so we're we're bathing in toxins and that in and of itself causes a disruption in the ideal uh, microbial balance in our digestive tract. And you may recall that I shared some time ago that in October, November, I started to um, experience the biggest autoimmune flare-up that I've ever had, which was basically like I developed topical steroid withdrawal because I had been using topical steroids to manage like worsening, worsening leaky gut that I just wasn't dealing with and then my body was like well and the sun with all of its constant solar flares and everything the combination of the ascension energies was like well it's time to deal with it now and on that journey I learned about the gaps protocol which I had it had been on my radar for about six or seven years before that but I briefly looked into it and I saw that it involved things like nuts and raw dairy and I'm allergic to both of those so I incorrectly assumed that I couldn't ever do it but then when I was in this state of desperation I revisited it I knew I had an intuitive knowing even back then when I dismissed it that this was the right path for me and so I went I like I bought the book the original book by Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride. And I read about it and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I have a microbial, like I don't have the ideal microbial balance in my body. Makes sense. I've had like a thousand courses of antibiotics in my life, literally starting from when I was a year and a half old. And I had constant bronchitis air quotes which really was my dad is a Quebecer and he smoked chain smoked like a Quebecer 
you know, in, in the house, in the same room that I was in, you know, like, I think I just, I had asthma, like my, my lungs were sensitive to that carcinogenic secondhand smoke. Anyway, I was having continuous asthma attacks, always coughing up phlegm and my pediatrician, my doctor, family doctor, wasn't, he wasn't a pediatrician. He prescribed four back-to-back courses of an antibiotic called Bactrim, which is a really powerful generalized antibiotic, which essentially killed all of the bacteria in my intestines. And I developed gastroenteritis and, you know, that kind of laid the foundation for me to be in, in the state that I found myself in many years later that really blew up in the fall of 2021. Anyway, so I read her book and I was like, okay. And I, I adopted a modified GAPS protocol. I modified it because I was breastfeeding an infant, but I started eating the highest quality meats, nose to tail meats that I could find, organ meats, grass-fed, pastured, organ meats, like, uh, you know, liver, kidney, heart, and then like the more traditional cuts of meat. I started making and consuming meat stock every day, which is just essentially boiling a bunch of um, bones and, and joints and meat for a few hours and making uh, a delicious broth. And meat is the foundation of my diet. I can't, I'm allergic to, like severely allergic to nuts, beans, legumes, seeds, grains. What else? I can have soy magically somehow. I'm allergic to fish. I'm allergic to dairy. I cannot tolerate any sugar at all whatsoever. I can, I had some watermelon yesterday and everything was fine, but like, I don't even eat fruit, not because fruit's bad, but because my microbiome can't handle it currently right now. And so basically I can never be a vegetarian. And it's been like this for me for years and years and years. Like I had a peanut allergy when I was a baby, six months old, severe anaphylactic reaction. So I was never able to be truly a vegetarian or a vegan. And I went through a little period too, where I like, I kind of tried to make myself because I heard that, you know, like, oh, plant-based and blah, 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 psychic gets. And I ended up causing myself so much damage, you guys. So anyway, where I'm at with my diet right now, and this is by the necessity of like my body basically saying like, like laying the smack down and, and saying there is to be no cheating, otherwise severe consequences. I eat that high quality meat from lo- like it's it's all locally sourced. I happen to live in a rural area in Ontario where there are all kinds of farms and like I can easily buy these high quality meats. And I know that's not accessible to everyone, but the highest quality you can you can get and you can afford go for that. But so I currently eat, I consume meat stock that I make myself. I eat meats, high quality meats. I eat eggs. I eat squash and sweet potato like crazy, like five, six sweet potatoes a day. And I eat cauliflower, broccoli, kale, spinach, 
leek, carrots, beets, whatever, you know, asparagus, the whole gamut of vegetables, lettuces, etc., cucumbers. Occasionally I'll eat some like white potatoes. I eat no grains, no sugar. I eat butter. That's the only dairy I can handle. No, nothing processed. Nothing that I eat is processed. It's all made from scratch, except for I don't make my own butter. Someday I probably will, but right now I don't have the bandwidth for that. Everything I eat is just food. And I have never had a clearer channel. Never. So this whole nonsense about animal products being like too dense and like you're eating death. What do you think you're doing when you're eating a plant? Like that plant is not going to be alive anymore either. It's just because a plant doesn't have a nervous system that resembles our nervous system doesn't mean it's not living. That's, that is kind of the nature of life on this planet is that we, at this time in our current state of evolution, I do believe eventually we will become breatharians, but like I'm not there yet. And there's no, it's just going to happen naturally. But currently at this time, we need to consume energy through other life forms. It is, it's an energy exchange pattern. And when we die, our bodies become offerings back to that same cycle, right? So Animal products are not preventing your ascension unless your personal microbiome is not tailored to that, okay? And we can change our microbiomes. I'm working on that right now, and I've experienced miraculous levels of healing through adopting this modified GAPS protocol and taking impeccable care of myself. And I am modifying my, my microbiome, but it's a process. You know, it's not something I do in like an eight-day cleanse and then I'm healed. It is, it's like doing it in a way that's loving to my body and to myself and is not trying to force results before my body's ready. I'm not trying to make it happen so fast that I end up shocking my body. It's a gradual process. So that being said, though, I don't believe that the diet that works for me would work for everyone. And I have nothing against veganism or vegetarianism, just the same way that I obviously have nothing against omnivorous diet or an episcatarian diet. I believe that everybody is bio-individual. And some people are their their microbiome is ideal for digesting easily and optimally digesting plants maybe raw plants maybe mostly fruit maybe mostly vegetables maybe cooked vegetables most of the vegetables i've been eating all winter have been like very very cooked that's what my body could handle you know like it's just what can your body do i believe that if if we're talking about diets that kind of uphold and harmonize with the ascension process, it would be the reduction of processed foods. And 
like ideally the removal of processed foods because a lot of those are not actually food they're poison that is you know it's been chemically orchestrated to taste like food and smell like food and light up our pleasure centers but it's it's nothing that our body actually recognizes or knows what the fuck to do with you know so i believe that if we're wanting to tailor our diet towards facilitating the ascension experience that we're all having it would be the removal of processed foods and yet i removed things you know one by one like like again there's nothing don't come at it from a thing of like oh, i have to get rid of all these things because they're bad for me just like pick one thing that you feel ready to let go of. The last thing that I let go of was bread. That was really hard. <laughs> and I don't even know if it was disagreeing with me. I just, I knew that I wanted to support my body and it felt like the right next step. But like, I don't even drink coffee. Bread was harder than coffee. But you can just pick a thing. And again, it's not even about demonizing it. It's just like tuning into yourself and, and like questioning, like, is this, is this thing good for me? Is this something to keep indulging in? Is it something to let go of? I don't think indulgence is a bad thing. I don't believe that we have to let go of all of our, our joys, like our, our, when I use the word vices, but that's not the right word. Our our treats like I don't I don't believe any of that I just believe like our body is created to process food that comes from the earth <laughs> not food that comes in boxes or cans or cartons or plastic packages on shelves that like you know are have a shelf life uh, that's just it's very confusing for our body so if you want to get rid of anything get rid of that stuff but also like eat what is right for you eat what your body can digest without giving you trouble and if you if you want to train your microbiome to be able to better digest certain foods just do it so slowly and with so much love to yourself if you support your body the ascension will be easier <laughs> not necessarily easy but easier anyway I don't even remember how I got onto that tangent but it's been something that's been on my heart for a while that I've wanted to speak of I feel at this point like your psychic abilities have to be so close to the surface with the way that the consciousness is expanding and that doesn't mean that you're necessarily having, you know, visitations from ghosts and stuff. Like, it's still a very quiet and subtle language, okay? Our psychic abilities are quiet and subtle language in comparison to the, the tangibility and the sort of overtness of the information we take into our five physical senses. Psychic information is very subtle, very quiet, purely symbolic, but it, your channels must be opening and activating. I'm sure of it.
I'm sure of it. And if you are listening and you're like, oh my God, everybody else is, but mine isn't, then I would invite you to cultivate an awareness practice. I was going to say a meditation practice, but I, I know that not everybody can meditate. I mean, I hardly ever get the time to meditate right now with the age that my kids are at. I briefly, for like two months, was able to meditate every day. And now, you know, William's in a new phase. So now I can't. But I feel like it's, it's, it's an awareness practice. It's like inviting presence and awareness into myself. It's, it's like mindfulness. It's sort of when you, when you're, you know, speed eating or whatever, or you're scrolling through your phone while you're, you're eating your meal, like just slow down just momentarily and like feel the food in your mouth and taste it and just take a deep breath, your psychic information is in that space. That's where you will find it. You won't find it in the space of mental anxiety and to-do lists and should I or shouldn't I and, you know, social media noise and entertainment media noise. You won't, you won't readily find it there. You will find it in those spaces where you just like pause for a moment and deeply access your presence. What else do I want to say? Hmm. Oh, I know what I want to say. Okay. I have some super exciting things um, that I've been working on behind the scenes, working on creating for everyone, trying to rearrange as always my business and the way that I work to try and like span the range of people in my audience and what what feels accessible to you wherever you're at so if you've been to my website recently you might notice that I have a store now I'm gonna actually pull it up right now so I can speak of it (laughs) with clarity but I have a store where you can buy digital like workshops and bundles and things like that and basically what I did was I broke down certain courses that I had already run. Like, so my masterclasses are there, the Understanding Entities masterclass that I did with the beautiful Heather, the Transcend masterclass is there. And then I, I sort of, the light comes of money, I broke down other courses that I created. So for example, the Psychic Activation course used to be a whole course on its own. And my team and I did is we broke it down module by module. And so you can buy an individual module. You don't have to buy the whole course. You can still buy the whole course, but you can buy the individual module. And so, for example, one of them is called Receiving and Interpreting Psychic Information. So you can purchase that as a standalone workshop now. You can also purchase my light codes. You can purchase a really, really good thing that I created as part of Into the Akasha called The Shape of the Universe and Your Place Within It, wherein I go into the 13 dimensions of consciousness that I understood at that time. It has since expanded through the process of teaching who the fuck am I, but you can also purchase the first module of who the fuck am I, the human ego, and the other modules will be standalone workshops as well. 
So these are all priced. I think that the thing that costs the most there is the Transcend Masterclass at $111. Everything else is like $88, $77, $44, $33, $22. I just want to make these things more accessible to more people. So that's on my website in the store. And then I have a three-part like masterclass series that I am planning to do in two weeks. Yeah, the, the last week of May or the first week of June. I'm just waiting to meet with my team so that we can put together the the graphics and whatever and start sharing about it. But it is going to be about so it's a three-part, like I said, a three-part masterclass series. And each class is a, a code or a key about the level of consciousness that we're moving into. So part one is the Christ consciousness frequency, where I'm going to go into a really deep dive of like what that means. Because I am like channeling Christ codes like it's nobody's business lately. The second masterclass will be about the introduction of the, the nature or the texture of the organic matrix of reality slash the holographic field. And then the third um, masterclass in the series will be about working with the holographic slash Akashic field for yourself and for others. So this is going to be super, super low cost, like ridiculously low cost, because sometimes I just like to do that. Uh, so keep your eye out for that. And then I also am starting to offer, I'm no longer doing one-off Akashic readings, but I have two kind of like, like their mentorship packages that I'm coming out with that I'm really excited to share. And these are high level, like this is, this is, you know, like big magic is being worked in these. So the first one is a light code activation mentorship. And it's two calls a month. One of them is an Akashic deep dive. And one of them is like a light code channeling about your, your, I'll say your higher self, but it's like, it could be your galactic self. It could be your angelic self, like your Lemurian self, just information about your soul. And then it's also support, like private messaging support. So voice, voice and text message support. And it includes a custom light code meditation, a custom light code symbol, uh, a movement and a mantra for you to like be activated and have this anchored into your frequency. And then the other kind of you could call it a mentorship, I suppose, but it's just sort of like, it's the way that I'm going to be working privately from now on. It's a holographic time timeline encoding package. So this is like working together to encode your timeline, create a new timeline, because I was shown how to do that and how to encode it within your holographic field so that it just it just blooms. It's like planting a seed. It's like encoding, encoding a seed and planting it so that just effortlessly manifests in your life or more or less effortlessly. I mean, we still have to unblock our limiting shit, right? But it's, it's, it's like 
it's it's not just manifestation. It is like a whole timeline, creating and writing a whole customized timeline. So that is three calls together in a month. It is messaging support, additional remote energy work, and the creation of a custom mandala timeline seed code for you. So anyway, those are just exciting new things that are happening in my world. I'll have more information coming out about that soon. I'm just so excited about this energy. I, I'm just so excited about this, like, yeah, this quantum leap in consciousness that we're experiencing. I hope you're all feeling it too. I hope you know that as any density comes up, any pain, any old stories, any weird old patterns, like just know that you can just send it back to data collection or send it up to data collection. It, it just, it's not yours anymore. The time, the, the karma has been cleared. You are released. It's not yours. It never was. It has it never meant anything about you. You are free. You are liberated. We are moving to higher levels of consciousness and it's inevitable. Okay, beautiful souls. I hope you enjoyed playing the bingo, the 100th episode bingo. I'm really excited to find out who wins. We don't have the, the information yet. I think that's going to be collected tomorrow when this podcast goes out. So for all of you listening tomorrow, there'll be today. <laughs> what even is time? Anyhow, I love you all. Thank you so much for being with me on this journey. It is a massively huge thrill. Oh, oh my God. How can I forget? So also, if you rate and review this podcast and take a screenshot of it before you submit it, Okay, before you submit it and you send me the screenshot, I will enter you into a draw to receive a 45-minute Akashic reading with me that will be shared on the podcast, but it'll be free for you, okay? And it will be edited so that, you know, your confidentiality is maintained, like you're, you will be able to stay private and whatever, but... If that is exciting to you, if you would like to do that, then what you need to do is rate and review the the podcast. The, the review is really important, even if it's just a one-word review that's like, awesome. Don't do a bunk review and send it. Like, if you're like, this, this podcast is garbage, I'm probably not going to enter you in the draw. <laughs> but if you offer just an honest rating, like I'm not asking you to say something that isn't true for you, but it doesn't, or review, sorry, it doesn't have to be a long, elaborate one, but just write a review, rate it, send a screenshot before you submit it, because there's a delay usually, like you don't necessarily see your review right away come up. It has to get processed. And then, yeah, submit it and I'll put you in a draw. And I'm planning on doing one of those episodes every month. So there are lots of opportunities to be drawn so that you can win a free reading. Okay, my friends, I think that's it. Again, I love you more than words can say. Thank you so fucking much for being here with me on this journey. I appreciate you deeply. And I hope you have a beautiful day or night wherever you are. I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for being here with me on this episode. I appreciate you more than my words could ever say. 
please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share, and I will catch you on the next episode.